and that's the sounds of episode nine beginning everybody welcome back uh thank you for tuning in once again david matt's mom my mom whoever's listening to this uh i think doyle if you're out there buddy thanks dj, DJ. DJ. yeah tj tj dj uh, <laughs> dead mouse DJ and TJ, CJ. <laughs> um and if you're not listening uh go to hell um but i guess you won't get that message anyways it's a great uh it's a great episode uh we got an awesome interview with a very close friend of mine comedian podcaster himself uh it's called exactamundo you can check it out on itunes my friend my colleague eddie delicepi you're gonna love him we talk sports we talk comedy it's awesome uh this is episode number nine nine as the germans love to say we did it. And again, I, I think a pat on the back to ourselves for getting another episode out. We're adulting so hard. Um, so this is it for 2019. 2020. Boy, man, have we got things planned. But first, first, enjoy this great interview with my buddy, Eddie Delsepi. <laughs> My guest today, Eddie Della Siepe. Am I saying that? <laughs> it's right. Been, it's been 17 years. I still don't know if you know how to say my name. Uh, I don't say it. I can't confidently spell it. Right. Uh, but you can't. Well, you know there are. You know, every once in a while, you have those days where you're like, "How the fuck do you spell who?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, I, I double take. On your you name for sure. have, aside from my mom's, mm-hmm. you. I. You're the only phone number I know off by heart. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't even know my girlfriend's off by heart. It, well, I was going to say hit me, but then I realized, no, you, I'm not you sure can bleep if I can remember. Can't you bleep it out? Pulse? <laughs> okay. 416. Yeah, wow. I'm embarrassed to say. Do you not know your number? I could. I could. 818. Yeah. Or I could just add. You know what? That's how long we've been friends is back in the day when you actually had to dial a number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have rotary? Did your parents do the rotes? They had the rotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which sounds like a, some sort of venereal disease in the 70s. <laughs> it was. It uh, went the way of polio. Yeah, it involved your fingers as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like dancing around my screen. Um, well, totally lost We've been friends for a long time. Yeah, long time. This is, yeah, I'm still trying to complete this intro, speaking of a long time. Eddie's a comedian. Let me get that out before Please. the hilarity concerns. Thank Many you. years. This is how we met. Many Starting comedy. I think we met at school first, technically. Uh, we then briefly um, I know where did we a rap uh, to, <laughs> together. I met you in a studio at a, uh, that uh, recording studio. Is that the very first place? That's the first yeah. time I met you. I, I, I've rapped. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. We had a mutual friend. Before. We had a friend that... Uh, my friend, who was a recording artist, yes. was friends with your friend Ennis. Yeah, Ennis Asmer, very very successful uh, actor. Sounds and um, you went to school with Ennis, and they needed people to be on this recording for this sort of like uh, I think it was like like they had some dub over for I, I, it was no, I remember was. it was comedic for that. But okay, anyway, yeah, they yeah. needed random male voices. And then uh, you were there, and then I showed up, and I was like, and then that's how I met. I met yeah. you briefly. Remember, we laughed our ass out there. Jason Rouse, if you've ever heard the name, one of the filthiest comedians in the world, great guy, mm. great mentor growing up. Uh, we happened to be there with him while Mike Bullard was doing promo for his own talk show at the right, time right. and watching those two 
uh, coyotes go after each other too. I'll never <laughs> yeah, forget they don't that like man. Each other, yeah. Jason, I was just taunting Mike Bullard from down the hall. We we started out in the scene when it was just like uh, the it was just a couple clubs, a couple indie shows, and the way you found out was through a magazine, a literal newspaper, now a magazine. Yeah, now, you know what? Eighteen years later, yeah, I can barely recognize the place. It's like Toronto itself. Like I don't even remember. But, what the uh, buildings used to be. We've known each other a long time, man. I think this, is a, this might be our second ever podcast together. He did mine in I L.A. Yours. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Crazy. It won't be our last. <laughs> uh, well, there won't be many more either, based right, on my right, right, health right. and age and right, just of course, overall yeah, yeah. diet and nutrition. Yeah, we're dying with the medium as well. So <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, uh, this will be some sort of... Well, congrats of, uh, on your new apartment, man. Thank you. I've been here... Three years now. Thanks for stopping in. Finally. Well, it looks like um, you just moved in, though. <laughs> so, that's the furniture. I'm sorry for the apology. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I rummaged and uh, scurried and uh, accrued most of this furniture yes. from, uh, you know, what falls off the truck. This does just... this this apartment does look mostly donated. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thanks to the good uh, people at uh, Make a Wish and uh, <laughs> the good people at Make a Wish <laughs> and Bedabum and uh, many other great uh, charitable. So, Let's get to the questions, Eddie. What is your favorite curse word? Wow, favorite curse word. No, real political questions. So. Huh. Uh, I mean, you know, as comics, you know, it's funny. Uh, you, you curse on stage and then you, the older you get, the more you dial back because you want to get on TV and you want to use it as a crutch. So then I started, I don't curse as much as I used to, but I like a good old-fashioned fuck. <laughs> and I mean that in every way. Yeah, I was going to say, we're still talking <laughs> words, right? I, I didn't say physical I like activity. Fuck. You like fuck, too, don't you? Oh, You um, like to fuck, right? <laughs> I think motherfucker might be my Motherfucker's favorite. fun. I don't say it enough, but some of my favorite uh, uh, heroes have just said the word. Motherfucker's fun. Amazingly. Shit, shit is, shit's gone through a little bit of a, like a rejuvenation right now. Well, it's... it's, uh, it's now it's kind of on TV again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can say it on TV. And it has a duality to it, right? Shit can be bad and shit can be great. Right, like right my shit exactly. is hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. My shit couldn't be tighter. Your shit's hot. And they're like, cool, <laughs> then... Of course, I say that to my doctor, and he's like, yeah, he's take like, these pills. He puts, a, a, puts a, a turkey thermometer in it, and he goes, exactly. this is pretty hot. <laughs> Did you hear about that eruption in New Guinea? That started... Oh, I thought it was the bathroom. You just no, pointed out your bathroom. <laughs> the tremor started in this bathroom right, 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 right. behind me. Uh, next question. Cake or pie? Wow. I know. Again, I'm going straight for wow. the heart. I like you. You're only really talking about what you know, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I know, yeah. I had to Swearing say, and sweets. I had to eliminate some of the food <laughs> questions because I realized I had too many. Man, you know what's funny? Um, I used to have a huge sweet tooth. You still do, don't you? <laughs> um, I know you. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. And uh, I, I used to get, I, every time I used to go to the dentist, they would say I had a, a cavity all the time. And I'm convinced the reason why is because of my Peruvian background and we're not used to sugar mm-hmm. or native. Oh. oh. Tobacco, then. I got you. You know what I mean? We're not used to refined sugars like the Europeans were. So now my mouth doesn't have the amount, the right saliva to break it down. So it affects my teeth more. Okay. And I base this on no information. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I listen to one Rogan podcast. I'm like, yep. I'm convinced. I can make my own theory. There's no fluoride in this water. <laughs> Fucking government. So, so I can't taste it. It doesn't taste like Listerine at all. <laughs> it's um, for days. So, uh, when I was in my like height of eating sweets, mm-hmm. 
Uh, I used to be. I used to love a cake. I used to like a like a like a like a tiramisu. I used to love. Yeah. That's really nice. Classy, internet. classy. Yeah. Uh, I do like a good old fashioned like chocolate layer cake. But I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Pie is gone. Maybe because I'm in America now, and they they just love pie. Yeah, yeah. they love it's pie. A pie town. Pie. T- it's a pie t- pie yeah. town. American pie for guys. It's not American yeah. cake. Yeah, yeah, it's American yeah. pie. Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, they don't have uh, butter tarts there. That's a Canadian thing. Really? Yeah. I just thought we were different because we put raisins in there. Because <laughs> British, but yeah. you'd think they'd love it uh, because it's like, oh, this is like a pie, but I can just have a one bite. No, yeah, they drove uh, the Brits and the cupcakes yeah, right yeah. out of town. Get out of here, you tea dunking. Take your damn butter tarts with you. <laughs> Get out of here, you limey <laughs> fuck. Um, but I do like pie now. I do like pie. And I, you know what? My go-to at night, if I could... Mm-hmm. Like guilt free, I'd love just like like a cup of coffee and a pecan pie. Or is that, is that the place from Swingers where you take me to go in LA? Uh, House of Pies. House of Pie, that's which is so many different pies there. And I do like a pumpkin pie too with yeah. a little bit of whip. Ooh, oh, man. whip it. Side whip of whip. Good. What about you? Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go pie too, just because my dad was a baker and he baked mostly pies, not so much. Did he cakes. really? And he makes a strawberry rhubarb that will buckle your knees. Not a big rhubarb guy. Oh man! I'm not, you know what's something about pie? I, I don't like when it's like, like uh, blueberry. Uh, blueberry, I don't mind, but it's like you know when it's too fruity. Yeah. Uh, but when it's chocolate or like nut based or even I can't. I don't even know. I like pumpkin. I like them more. I don't know what <laughs> okay, it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Hey man, is you sweet but not too sweet? Mm-hmm. Uh, great name for your next album. Thank you. you suggest? <laughs> Either that or... <laughs> that you come sweet? up with an album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you come up with an album? It's about time. Um, what is your favorite movie? Wow. Uh, can I give several? Yeah, you can categorize it if you want. Comedy, drama, uh, rom-com. I'm a big fan of Field of Dreams. Love of Field course. of Dreams. Yeah, classic. Because there's a little bit of everything. It's got some baseball, some mystery, got some farming, uh, farming which I'm a huge farmer. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, also, I see those um, rows of corn. the scene with the dad at the end. Come on, oh, let's have a catch. On. I cry every time. I cry even at the, 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 the YouTube clip of that scene. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, also, uh, I'm a big fan of. Um, Shawshank Redemption, love that Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah, yeah. Contemporary, uh, uh, currently, yeah. I watched uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved it. It was pretty Absolutely wild, loved it. Did yeah, you yeah. like it? I did, yeah. There's just uh, the second act I was lost on a little Why? bit. Just when he goes to the, I hope I don't think I'm spoiling anything, he goes to the weird compound of the hippies. And- I heard it. You know what's funny? Like, uh, before the movie came out, I watched it. Uh, I bought it on Amazon Prime. Me and my girlfriend, we watched it. And... I was gearing up for the scene where he takes his shirt off. Everyone's telling me when Brad Pitt takes his shirt off, I was in the movie theater. Everyone gasped. I go gasped. Like people gasped. People thought it was, Oh my God. And I was like, I couldn't in my, I'm, you know, I'm as straight as, uh, as Freddie Mercury here. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, here we go. He's going to take off his shirt. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I passed out at that point, man. Yeah, it was yeah. too much. You just had the vapors and like fucking passed into the sun, saw yeah. Zab and fucking keeled over on your popcorn. It was popcorn. more than I could process. Uh, but that was a great movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I the ending agree. was very Tarantino, very Inglorious Bastards-esque yeah. in that you thought you knew history, but you but he flipped it. Yeah, he was yeah, he's he using made, your sense of history. Yeah, he, <laughs> which is a great way to to uh, to really uh, create a surprise in movies because yeah, we all know the answer. What we know what's we all know what's going to happen. We all read history, we all, but he's like, "Well, why do I have to abide by it? I, it's a fantasy. I can do whatever the fuck I want." I always thought um, it I love him as a director. One of the most like beautiful shot movies beautiful. he's ever done. The color, the way he captured California. And as a guy who lives in LA yeah. and I was like looking at 
all the scenes like, oh yeah, there's Hollywood Boulevard. That's what it looked like in the late 60s, huh? So it was really cool. It was very nice. You're coming to L.A. soon, too. Uh, March 10th to 16th. Hey. Catch me. That's great. If you can, coppers. Great It'll movie. Great movie, too. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Moving on to the sports. The Blue Jays just signed Hyunjin Ryu. Are the Jays now good enough to win a wild card spot? Wow. I don't know much about him at all. Uh, he has actually had the lowest ERA in baseball for the last two years. Really? Mm-hmm. We signed him for a big deal? Four years, $80 million. In, in, in uh, NL Cy Young voting last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that guy. Kind of a big deal. Dodgers, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, he played for the Dodgers. When's the last time we had an Asian guy? Uh, from, Kawasaki? Uh, aside from Kawasaki. Remember when Hideo Nomo came in the league? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He had the that cool, unorthodox <laughs> kind of style. It was really good. He was a rookie of the year. He was great. Yeah. And he was what? How old? 30 something? No, did? I think he was like 26. Oh, okay. But like each row came in the league at 30. And then now he's like, I mean, if he only came in when he was like 22, it'd be incredible. Remember that one pitcher who played for the Yankees? He was like supposed to be the big deal. They called him Godzilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, who. No, no, no. no? No, he was the... Hideki Arabu. Hideki Arabu, that's right. And then we were like, he's the Asian Nolan Ryan. And we're like, holy <laughs> fuck, this is going to be great. He's going to like grab Alomar and put him in a headlock and punch his head out. No, he's... <laughs> Remember when he did that? Oh, Nolan God, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, so then he uh, he played, and it was like, a, you know, in the Bronx Zoo. He's, it's going to be huge. And he gave up like back-to-back homers or something. And now yeah. I think he I think he killed himself. But Well, right into that story. Oh, well. Leads beautifully to our next question. Well, I'm sorry, he fell on a sword. Uh, <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm joking. I'm We're joking. That in. I'm joking. Relax. Who is your favorite Asian athlete of all time? Oh man, Ichiro, dude! I love Ichiro. I thought you might. Ichiro, you know what it was? He gave little guys hope. Him, yeah, Pedroia. Yeah. It's like I don't need to be a home run hitter to be exciting. I could yeah. just need speed and to play the game right and slap the ball around the field. Yeah. And he had an arm. He had yeah, a real arm, dude. Best he arm of the real biz, arm. maybe. Yeah. He wasn't a big guy. He was like a one. He had been, I think five he, eleven, maybe one. Yeah, I think he was five ten, one seventy. Yeah, yeah. I really think that. No, it, it was the accuracy too. Like maybe other people threw it harder, but Incredible. nobody hit the base. Humble. Him, yeah. Never picked up English once, and <laughs> it's like not a word. He loved American culture, though. Strangely, big yeah. fan of it. I think Nintendo owns the Seattle Mariners too, and um, which is Japanese. I don't know. So they, know, they used to. They used to, yeah. Which was a big win for them when they have Ichiro be a success. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, they like they're such a, they bring such a market with them. Like Yao Ming. They love baseball in Japan. They love it. Uh, the Jays are allegedly talking about a trade for David Price. Uh, if you're Again? GM, yeah, I know. If you're GM, do you make this move? No. Yeah, it's a lot of money, in my opinion. How, how much does he want? Uh, well, apparently, the the squabbling. The only reason we do or don't have them is because they're arguing over how much of his salary the Red Sox retain. Ah. Um, so if you could say uh, he makes thirty million dollars a year, if you get him for fifteen a year, would you take? Yeah, him? I would do that. Twenty. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How like old is he? Yet. How old is he? He's 35, 34. Yeah, he's mid 30s. 34, 35. Just out of his prime. Maybe pushing overtime a little I bit. I don't know. I, I, in the array of like 430 I, I, last year. I wouldn't do it. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I'm a little hesitant myself. I feel like we're going to be rebuilding for a while. So. Yeah. And our starting rotation as it stands right now is like Ryu, Tanner Rorick, uh, who was, uh, I think, a, a Cy Young. Um, Nominee years ago, mm. uh, Matt Shoemaker, who was unbelievable until he had that weird injury, right? Uh, and a couple of young prospects. We we might be all right with that. Interesting. Uh, if the Seahawks, you sent me this article oddly earlier. If the Seahawks sign Marshawn Lynch, 
Are they good enough to win a Super Bowl? How long has been out of the league? A year and a bit. A year plus this season. He's a beast, though, man. Yes. My How old is he? Is he has, what, like six, seven, I guess, about eight weeks to get it together? Pete, three hours ago, Pete Carroll says there's a really good chance they'll sign him. How, how, how old is he? 33. Yeah. But he's had some time off. Like, he's virtually had two seasons off. When you're 33 and you have a, two years off, mm-hmm. it's you don't get rusty, you get healthy. Yeah. He's still in his prime. Been. He just needs to I, – I, I'd imagine he's staying in shape. He wouldn't consider it if he wasn't staying in shape. I can't imagine, no. But his Raiders comeback was – I don't want to say lackluster, but he was on a He was team. never really the same. Yeah, I mean, granted, yes, it was a worse team, but he was but they, never really the same. But Seattle needs him. Definitely, with Carson going down, they have, I think, zero chance of winning the Super Bowl right now. Maybe not zero, but low, low. They might sign him. Patrick Mahomes was last year's MVP, and Lamar Jackson is the clear choice this year. Who would you rather have on your team? Lamar. Lamar? For what reason? Um, he's just such a dual threat. Yeah, yeah, he can, he can. He, do you, I think he throws a touchdown one every eleven passes? I believe he was averaging that at some point this year. Yes, he yeah. just finished. Uh, well, he's got one more game, but he's got thirty six touchdowns at the moment. He's a triple threat straight. because it, it, the his fakes to his running back are so good. With the exception of one last week, yeah, he's been unbelievable. They're so good. They they all they swarm Ingram or whoever running back they have, yeah. and then he's running with the ball. He's, and. I don't know. I, I just think he's he's making the most out of what he's got, and and uh, he's electric. But the the one thing I will say, and I've had this conversation with you before, is that I wish he'd slide more. He's taking too many hits. Yes, yeah. I think there will come a time, and not so distant future, where you'll see that happen more. But while he's young and Spry, able, I think yeah. he's going to. He's he pops go. up though. He pops up. All yeah, pretty well. I, he lost. He may have lost Ingram yesterday. I'm not sure. No, Ingram had a. Uh, he cramps. He just cramped it. Okay. Yeah, he cramped up. Yeah. I, would, I would hope so. Um, Zion Williamson has yet to make his NBA debut. Do you think? He will live up to the hype. He's a bust. He is a bust. I think Calling him. Zero I, games. I think he's going to be a complete bust. He's yeah. going to be Greg Oden. Greg Oden. I think he's going to be at the league by 30. He's not even going to be. I don't think he's going to reach 30. If Matt Burkler's concerned, it's because he has him in our keeper fantasy ball. <laughs> Do you think due to injuries, or do you think he's he has style to of play? I think here's here's what I think, and everyone thinks I'm crazy because all of us. He brings a kid out of you. He brings the NBA jam out of you. You're like, he's going to dunk over everybody. He's First of all, he was dunking over kids mm-hmm. in fucking in, in, you know, in the college. His preseason was good. Yeah, but they're still not all the NBA players playing well. The game is not suited for him now. Yeah, he's a slasher and he can, he can jump over people and dunk over people. It's a shooter's league. It's a spread out league. He can't shoot. And he doesn't have a quick shot. It looks brutal. He his free throws are meh, like maybe sixty percent. And frankly, you can't be two eighty and jump that high. The, he's the second heaviest player in the league. The heaviest player in the league is Bulban, mm-hmm. who is seven three yeah. and doesn't need to jump. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> you're six. You're, you have forty eight inch vertical. You have two hundred eighty pounds going down on your on your joints and your ankles and your ligaments. It's it's not sustainable. You're not supposed to be that big. If he can get down to two fifty, do you okay, think okay, he has yeah. a chance? Okay, yeah, get down to two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Game changes because I think they Remember might I be holding him out pounds, for this. Dude, 
30 pounds. He's a different player completely. He doesn't, he can't bully people like he used to. He can't slash and be fucking opposing the way he used to. He'll get quicker. Yeah. But now you're asking him to change his complete makeup. I I think he's, he has, he has no step back shot. He's, 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 have you seen him shoot? It looks weird. I mean, he's a lefty. I get it. But like, I, I, I'm not convinced. Yeah. I, well, I just like my worry is I don't think Antonio Davis cares how big or strong you are, for example. You know what I mean? Like, he's just going to push you around. He's going to take advantage so of you. His only options are okay, play a 280 and, and hopefully you don't blow your knee or your ligaments mm-hmm. or lose 30 pounds. 30 I, pounds? Well, I mean, think of Shaq. He gained like 30 pounds to be where he is. So who knows? Matt, I feel like you have a but thought. Just follow up, what do you think of John Morant? John Moran is amazing, great athlete. Again, I, I from a medical standpoint, I wonder about these guys because they're freak athletes. But you know, we all we said we're we're talking about him the same way we're talking about Derrick Rose. But Derrick Rose is better. Mm-hmm. But you know, look what happened, to Derrick Rose. He put too much torque on his knees, and he he fucked himself yeah. up. And he was in great shape. I mean, it wasn't like a I, I really issue. think that these super, these freak athletes. They're they're like these they're like they're like a like a really fast car. They could, yeah, they 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 come out of the gates like that. But they, you can crash a lot easier. It's it's harder, and it's a crafty players' league now. Guys like Luca and Steph, who are just crafty. I think that they put less stress on your body, and they're gonna last long. I'll, I say that, uh, you know, ironically though. But uh, Luca hurt his ankle, but he rolled it on some guy's foot, which is a typical, yeah, I mean, which we could all do playing that's pickup a freak basketball. Injury, yeah. But I like I like Jim Mor- uh, Jim Moran. I think he's good. I think he's got a good shot, and I think he's he's in a good situation with Memphis. He can grow. I don't know if he's going to stay there, but I think Zion's going to be a bust, man. You ever see him walk? No, I haven't spent much time looking. I, I've at been watching like YouTube videos on uh, uh, for these um, these doctors that analyze, and they say his walk. It's a it's like in the it's in the uh, the family of being bow legged. It's in that family yeah, yeah. where he's got a kind of waddling walk. And then <laughs> what happens is when you walk when you walk like that, it puts stress on parts of your knees that you're not supposed to have, which is okay, fine. Yeah. If you're just a human being <laughs> walking around yeah, earth, right. the earth, but if you're planning to put so much torque and stress on those knees, I th- I really think he's got a problem, dude. And it's, I don't say this with any ill will I think no, he's a no, good no, kid no. I think he's Predictive. a good kid with a good head on his shoulders and he's going to be fine uh, Jordan Brand signed with $75 million for six years he'll be fine e- economically yeah I think I got some of that bow-legged thing going on myself man yeah people well, we constantly ask me about, if I have rickets go on well we were talking about Marshawn too oh yeah 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 like he's to me is like when I think bow-legged athlete yeah but I mean for him it's he's like, like a bulldog though. He literally he's running got straight the, uh, yeah. the jumping yeah. is really I, I think he's gonna be a complete yeah, bust I mean, he's got concussions worried I really about and you know problems. people I said this seven months ago and people thought I was insane I go he's gotten too, hurt too much too young I mean yeah. he's had an injury in college he's had an injury in high school now in college like are you telling me is it, you, you've never you'll never be more healthy than now yeah this is supposed to be the best part of your life yeah uh, the Raptors made their biggest comeback in franchise history, coming back from a 30-point deficit against the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Are the Raptors good enough to go back to the finals? Yes. I think okay. they are. I think they're good enough. Um, my, obviously, I think the, the one barrier that people are what? most worried about, the Milwaukee Bucks, I think that we do have a chance purely because they weren't smart enough to sign Brogdon back. True. Yeah. And I think we're underestimating the, the psychological uh, toll that sometimes – teams have on other players in other cities mm-hmm. like think, think of us we could never get past cleveland we could never get past the first yeah. round and now you know milwaukee feels a bit scarred and you know hey if we get him in the conference finals again 
we won't get home field advantage, but like home court advantage, but like yeah. you know, you a we lot know of those players would be like, let's not fuck this up again. And when yeah. you act like that, it you don't play the way you're used to playing. Yeah, the pressure's on you, not the Raptors, because we're doing it. With, with and we're missing a star, yeah. and we're like, hey, we're lucky to be here, even though we're, we're defending champs. Uh huh. And uh, if anything uh, was proven last night, it's we're much deeper than I think people give us credit for. I, I don't. I don't mind our squad. I wish like mm-hmm. I like Pascal Siakam. I think we're just mm-hmm. an all star away. And who knows? I believe he will win Most Improved Player two years running. No, don't know if it's ever been done. I don't think he can do that. Look at the leap in the stats. The only guy who could maybe do it is uh, Giannis, and he's going to win MVP at this rate. If he's if, if he's Pas- actually improved on Pas- MVP stats, Pascal had a, like a, he's got like a groin injury, right? Yes, he's going to have to play some games. I mean, obviously, if he's down too long, that's going to hurt him. Yeah. Uh, so, with all this being said, who are the top three teams in the NBA as it stands right now, December twenty third? Milwaukee one. Yeah. Lakers two. Lakers two. Three. Tough one. This is the hardest spot right here. Huh. A lot of people would have said the Clippers in there somewhere, but I don't know if they're in the top. I don't know. Right I gotta look. I gotta the Bucks look. technically have the best record, uh, so they gotta be your number one. Yeah. Los Angeles was. Well, LA's lost equal. three games in a row, though, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, they have not played as well since they lost to the Bucks. Really? I'm trying to think. Who? Who? Who would I? Who would I pick? Sidebar too, when the Bucks and Lakers met in that last game, it was the first time in NBA history that two teams with fewer than uh, five losses had met this late in the year. Huh. Just to give you an idea of where they were at. I at don't the time. know. I don't. I mean, let me let me yeah. look. Let me look Who at some. Looking at here? Look at some standings here. I'd go. I'd go maybe. I'll go Raptors just because I want to mm-hmm. be loyal. But like, no. it's not. It's it's not a stretch. I don't think it is at all. No. Okay, this is a little uh, variation on (laughs) murder, marry, fuck. This is cut, sign, trade. Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan. You got to cut one, trade one, so you keep some value, but sign one. Cut, sign, trade. Mm -hmm. Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, and? The pro stars, Michael Jordan. (laughs) Sign Michael Jordan. I thought you would because, say that. <laughs> because he, uh, just for marketing alone, and sure, sure. He's simply the greatest athlete of all time, professional sports-wise. You sign Jordan. You trade You trade Gretzky. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because uh, he's obviously been traded before. Yeah, yeah. He and, tries a lot, but he gets used to it. And I think you get, I think when you have someone who's like so like, uh, Touted that big, and uh, obviously great. You can you can get a lot up for him, a lot back. And I'd cut Bo Jackson because injury prone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did uh, he did pull his hip out of his leg? Like <laughs> He's the first player ever to that. play with a, a a complete hip replacement in professional sport. Yeah, he tried baseball there. He went back to baseball. He was he was okay for the still cracks bad over his leg. Yeah. And finally, who in your mind is the athlete of the decade? Wow. It's got to be LeBron. I would tend to agree. He was my first thought. Yeah. I mean, just not only what he's done over the last 10 years, but socially as well. Like, he's won. He's, def- he's changed the role of athletes. For sure. Yeah. And you know what? He's, you know, he's obviously obviously a specimen of an athlete. He's mm-hmm. done well in several cities. He's done brought a championship back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a model father, a good dad. Yeah. You know, he's a good husband he's like with the exception of that chinese business rarely slips up he rarely know, slips socially up, you know you ever seem like give that pep talk to his kid that one little video 
Uh, no, but I love, like, his kid is, like, the way he supports his kid. And his kid is not going to be a first overall kids, pick or kids, anything. Kids, kids yeah. yeah. But just the way he, I, I watch him cheer on his son, you know, just, like, it's it's pretty yeah, sweet. It's, yeah, it's, not it's, a, no, no traces of hockey dad there whatsoever. Just and not, let's be honest, I mean, what, the way he's playing now is uh, yes. inconceivable. And this is a guy I really, myself, did not care for, mostly based on the horrible decision to do the decision. Yeah. But he literally won me over. Just like uh, the play that actually made me love him was when he was playing against the Raptors and was so smart that he realized that um, <laughs> that Norman Powell, I believe it was, was standing in the wrong spot based on the play that they were using against LeBron. So he corrected him, and Norm actually moved and got into the right spot. Uh, <laughs> and LeBron continued to shut down the play because yeah. he knew exactly what was coming. It's almost, like he's, like, it's almost like he's, he's not just a freak. It's almost like he's doing it so, hey, let's 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 be competitive here. Don't fuck That's up. The, like, except for maybe Jordan Smack Talk, I can't think of the more intimidating thing an athlete's ever done than coach the other team properly. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> like, he's so sure he's going to beat you that he's going to go ahead and tell you you're making a mistake so you have a fair chance to beat him. The only, that's the ridiculous. The only athlete I can think of that's been equally... Yeah. Uh, if we're talking about just domination... honorable mentions, yeah. Usain Bolt's been was dominating. Absolutely dominating. Yeah, I mean... Like, he, like he, if we're talking about comparatively call. what he's made other athletes look like, he made them look like they, they don't even like... Play. He was incredible. Let me throw you this one at you then. Michael uh, Phelps. Serena Williams. Yeah. Who some say is the greatest athlete of the generation, men or women. Interesting. That uh, she gets no credit. You, like, if you look at how she's dominated her sport, Michael Jordan doesn't even compare. She, uh, you know, obviously she's incredible. But, yeah. Yeah. I also... I and not a team to, sport. It's a no. solo. It's all on her. Exactly. Yeah. She's got no one to rely on. I, I'd love to throw Mike Trout in there just as pure athleticism goes, but... And sadly, due to his you know, his uh, geography, he's not been able what, to accomplish what he's as much doing, as he should. What he's doing is like what he's be, doing. Like I'm what he's doing right. now, and if you look at his stats right now, um, what we're watching is like Willie Mays, man. We're watching mm-hmm. like something that I don't think I'd ever see in my lifetime. Someone that good, that consistently. He could be the Pete Rose of his generation. More without the Pete Rose horrifying. Never, Pete Rose disgrace. never could hit thirty home runs. <laughs> I think. I think he's like. He's like. He's kind of like. Yeah, he's like a Luke Garrick kind of vibe. I don't know. Yeah, I did, like, yeah. Mantle without, mantle. without knee or back problems. Yeah, and yeah. I think only Ty, I think at his age, only Ty Cobb had a higher war. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. And I think you have to throw Tom Brady in the conversation, too, just for absolute dominance. Yeah. There's very few dynasties in sports, and he has maybe the best one over the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Golden State could throw a, a vote in there, but I still think the Patriots have been more Well, dominant. the Patriots are just like... Consistently in the hunt, they won every single division for the last ten years. Every division championship for the whole decade, including <laughs> is it that's it? Yeah. Would Belichick who would be coach of the decade? Would be Belichick? Well, would be... He could be coach of <laughs> that. Is just the best coach. Yeah, I go coach of the decade. Of at least the ten years, maybe. I mean, I think he's the best. More successful coaches, it's hard to find. I think he's been the best professional coach yeah. in the last twenty years. Yeah, I would have to look at some numbers to see. It might go further back, too. I don't even know. Yeah. I'd have to look at the grades. Interesting. Your Lombardis and your um, Scotty Bowmans and your Sparky Andersons. Uh, Sparky. (laughs) Remember that guy? The only guy, as I recall, who ever had a lifetime contract. With the who? The Tigers? With the Tigers, yeah. Do you know anyone else who had a lifetime contract? Well, the guy, what's his name? He used to coach the Philadelphia Athletics. I think he was also the, Connie Mack was also the owner. Oh, yeah. So he was the manager for like 50 years. Didn't they sign Gretzky to a 20-year, $1 million a year contract? 
They signed, that does sound the Oilers signed, one million weirdly familiar, though. Yeah, I, th- I think they signed Gretzky late to 20 years or something like that. That does sound weird. Yeah, there might be something to that. I also forgot to ask you one uh, personal question. Side boob or under boob? Oh, side boob. Side because down. side boob, yeah. side boob's so good. Under boob can, yeah, I don't know. They both, it's the way they peek out, but I think you get more from the side than you do from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, side boob. Side boob or cleavage? Just straight up down the middle. Still side boob. Okay. Right. Now women. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, where were you? Let me use my cleavage as an example. Well, Eddie, it has been a splash on my back. When do we start the podcast? <laughs> oh, me. Oh, oh no. God, I've just been holding this. I thought we were just having a good, having a little chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast over. Friendship also over. Nice. Um, Catch Eddie anytime you're in West Hollywood. <laughs> uh, when you're working out at the gym down there. What's the gym, Eddie? Crunch. There you go. He's got uh, two great shows in L.A. if you're around. Yeah, I got a weekly show called Totally. Uh, every Thursday, I'm doing a spot on that. It's me and some friends produce the show. That's Bar Lubitsch. It's in the heart of West Hollywood. Uh also, uh, you can see you. You're going to be there. You're going to be doing a show there I in, in March. In March. And is this episode going to come out next week? Uh, add me on social media at Eddie Delisepi or uh, check out my podcast, Executive Mundo. Uh, yeah. We'll put links in the podcast description. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And in your uh, complimentary breakfast. Thank which you. Comes with the, uh, the that's, that slice of ham on the ground? Yeah, is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> lock you in. Anything you want is yours. Thank you. Um, please come back again. Okay. You have to decide right now. Just a a couple of guys sitting around. Week 17, Packers versus Lions on right now. A game with actual stakes. We're not watching the Bills because the Bills are locked in at fifth. God bless Jesus and Allah for this wonderful playoff year. Um, Bills but, on yeah. second screen. Right now the Packers are down 17-3. I'm assuming by the time you listen to this, you will have heard of their incredible comeback. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> or Matt's, uh, yeah. Not looking too great because they could wrap up a, uh, uh, I guess, a first-round bye with this win here. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the king of the comeback, you know. It can happen. What odds? How do you like them right now? What odds on the comeback with thirteen thirty-five left put, in the third? I just I, I bet that we'll come back. Okay, they, they will that's come it. Back. We got but winners. Riveting, riveting radio for <laughs> something which everyone knows the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the conclusion of. December 29th, two days left in the year, 2020, new decade is almost upon us. Uh, I want to get your opinion about some events that could or may or may not happen in 2020. You want to look into my crystal balls? Let's do it. Go ahead. Let <laughs> both, me get my balls out. <laughs> there are my balls. Touch them. Look deep inside them, man. All right. All right. Uh, they're cloudy. They're cloudy. <laughs> okay. That's healthy. In 2020, will the Jays surpass 500? Wow. 82 wins or more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they will not. Do you think they'll be close? Yes, very close. <laughs> very close. I would say, 
I'm going to put them at 75. Okay. 75 wins for the season. All right. Seven, seven, get seven under. Yeah. We have a serious problem with the New York Yankees. Um, yeah, we'll get a little something back from the Red Sox, I feel, because they're, they're not going to be quite the same juggernaut they've been. Tampa uh, but be Tampa's a problem, yeah. yeah so there's some, no real relief there. Pitching, you know? Yeah, Glasnow back yeah. for a full season potential. And we're still young. I mean, yeah, we got Ryu. Yeah, we got some great uh, new guy in the bullpen uh, and a couple of decent flyers. But uh, I, I still think we're, right. you know, a Measure, year minimum away. Measured, uh, logical response. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will Antonio Brown play an NFL game in 2020? Because um, we, we just so you were telling me just before we start recording that so he's not going to sign with the Saints. No, there was a brief minute there this week where he was um, working out with other wide receivers. It wasn't just an Antonio Brown um, and the New Orleans Saints who had him out. Uh, they passed on all of them, and uh, that having been said, I wonder if he ever plays football again. <laughs> if he does come back, he's facing some sort of suspension, I guess. And it just seems like people are closing the door on them. But, I mean, they've let worse people back. But I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised that nobody snatched them up already. So by the, the mere fact that they haven't, it seems like everybody's saying no. So this is a no. You don't it's think a, he'll no, play I don't, He may never play in the NFL again. Okay. Third, third question of three. Mm-hmm. In 2020, will the NBA championship be won by a team from Los Angeles? In 2020, the city of Los Angeles has an excellent chance of uh, achieving that. Their biggest problem, probably the Milwaukee Bucks. But as much as I appreciate how great Giannis is playing right now and how great they're playing, frankly, I don't think they're um, as built for the playoffs as they think they are. Okay. I yeah, think yeah. there's one dark horse that I think could surprise the people is the Sixers. The Sixers, yeah, if Joel Embiid could get his shit together and start putting in some uh, consistent effort, not taking a zero. If I see him extra cross, it's because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> he's been a bit of a disappointment, bit of a flat tire. Um, Matt, I have a question for you. Okay. Where'd you get those pants? No, I'm kidding. We'll uh, talk about that later. Roots, roots. <laughs> roots. Yeah, they're very nice jogging pants. Um, Damn. I thought you were more Joe Fresh kind of guy, but roots. Hey, That's man. the good stuff. Well, it's my wife's, by my wife's, uh, you know, uh, uh, demand. Okay. Suggestion slash demand. <laughs> she does rule with an iron fist. Uh, <laughs> speaking of iron fist, um, it would seem. Oh, speaking of Iron Fist, <laughs> I could is this actually going to be a segue? Well, Belichick, this is oh, I'm leading oh, into the Patriots. That's that's pro, pro um, segue. Belichick Brady, I th- I think, and you never know with these assholes. I think they're vampires. They could they could play for another thirty years. I don't know both of them, but it seems seems like maybe that the 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 sun is setting on the the Patriots sort of dynasty. Do you think uh, once the Patriots are gone that anyone's going to uh, take that with Reigns as a dynasty in the league, or is it just going to be random for the and <laughs> forever? Um, I well, I don't think we'll see a dynasty at the level of the Patriots, which has been unreal. Like, what are they? Almost a decade straight of not only making the playoffs, not only winning the division, eleven years, but getting, <laughs> but also getting first round by. Like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, madness. Um, so I don't think we'll see that level of dynasty again, which is, I mean, is like. 70s Steelers or, or like 80s, 90s, 49ers. Um, I don't know. Kansas City, 
I think they're set up with Mahomes, who I think is kind of the obviously is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers, who just threw another. Uh, incom- oh no, wait. That was on defense. Deflection. Never mind. It wasn't an incompletion. I thought they were at all. <laughs> I've just seen so many incompletions this game already. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs. I think Andy Reid and Mahomes. Uh, it's that the combination of like. Otherwise, you're gonna have lots of moving pieces. You're gonna have lots of guys come in and out. But if there's a Belichick and Brady of now, to me, it would be Mahomes and Andy Reid. I'm gonna go out on the limb here. Okay. And you will accuse me of bias. Hmm. But I'm gonna say my Buffalo Bills. For one reason, and that is Mr. Sean McDermott, who I truly believe, without ever having set foot in the Buffalo uh, locker room, that he's changed the sort of culture of our team uh, as sort of a, you know, team before everything sort of attitude. Our defense is now two years in a row, three, maybe three, but at least two years in a row, top three defense in the league. Uh, and it's just a matter of collecting the right pieces and um, and continuing to draft great uh, young players. And is I the think, defense uh, young? What's that? Is the defense relatively young? The defense is relatively young. Uh, the offense is very young, and um, uh, you can just see the winning way. Six and one on the road this year. Six and two, I guess now. Um, yeah, there's just there's he's setting a certain standard there that I see serving us very well in the future. You know, I I feel like he's taken a bit of that sort of Bill Belichick um, sort of demand for excellence, but with a less homicidal sort of feel. You know, sure, <laughs> yes, yes, like a less of a cult leader sort of vibe, because uh, I hear uh, that he's an NCAA winning uh, like champion wrestler. I think he's just a McDermott, yeah, when he was a kid. Also played football himself. Sure, sure. So this could be like a more lovable dynasty. Yes, yes. I think, uh, and he's, you know, he's one of these Jesus guys, too, you know, with the power of the Lord, too. You take that extra juice, you know. Um, Yeah, I like it. We've been uh, in the playoffs now, what, fuck, two or three years? It's the beginning. You're watching the beginning. Moments later. Okay, a little update. Uh, Now 1710. Beautiful, beautiful route running by Devontae Adams. Uh, Brian noticed some matrix shit going on with the Detroit defenders. So we think maybe that the Lions are running uh, a secondary simulation this game. But uh, yeah, Packers are going to come back. I called it. It's happening. Uh, 157, 156 left in the third quarter. Here's uh, Blau. Third night. And oh! oh, almost intercepted by Williams. Tremont Williams. Oldest defensive back in the game, I'm pretty sure. I think he's like 38. That's pretty impressive, Cowboys. It's hard to be a cornerback and be old. Their track stars, literal track stars. And you're a 40-year-old dude? Get the hell out of here. Speaking of RG3, I think he used to run like the 110-meter hurdles in Olympic-esque time. Anyways, how old Chicken Legs is doing. We'll be back soon. We'll check in with you when the Packers tie it up and then when they take the lead. Burke out. Moments later. Oh, look at that white boy. He's jacked. Uh, Martinez with the pick. Belake Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sack and then the pick. Yeah. And uh, they're only down a score. They're down a score. And, uh, they're going the right direction. Let's say that was, what, just under eight minutes left? What are, yeah, let's let's get the, give us a scoreboard. I mean, a, a time left update when we see it here, Brian. I, I would now say your comeback uh, theory is at worst two to one. 
All right, we'll be back. On the Packers. Burke out. <laughs> Burke out, not hat. Burke. Just Burke. Moments later. Number 13. What's the score, Brian? It's an even 2019. I mean, it's going to be 2020 in a second, but uh, Matt Burke literally just questioned the character of the Green Bay Packers, and then Rodgers threw a 28-yard dart into the end zone. Didn't, didn't, didn't. You didn't hear it, so. <laughs> it didn't happen. But Woo! Predictions made. Prediction can't. Although it's not a comeback technically, because they're not winning. But it's a comeback to you. You can come back to tie it. You gotta come back to win. Tying is for losers. Lazard, I guess I'm getting a Lazard jersey. Oh yeah, he's got it fucking cradled in that giant bicep of his. He's good. All right, let's assume it's a touchdown, and I'll be back in touch when they take the lead. Burke out. Moments later. Okay, uh, three minutes left. Packers are driving, but what else just happened, Brian? The Patriots just lost to the Miami Dolphins. Repeat, the Miami Dolphins. Which is sweet because I realize now that the Bills actually could have possibly taken the division if we had beat the Patriots because the Dolphins just completed their end of the deal. I should add here, that's the Dolphins' fifth win of the season. Brian and I had a bet about whether or not the Dolphins would win a single game. Then we went double or nothing on would they be the last team to win a game. And uh, we should parlay that, that bet again soon into something bigger, double or nothing. So let's start thinking about it. Moments later. Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. It's literally coming down to the one and only Mason Crosby with three seconds left on the clock. I was just saying, I'm kind. This game has been so great. I'm kind of hoping for a miss. I, I want some more football. But you know, you know, Rodgers has done it again. He's led them right to the promised land. Matt's prediction literally hangs on the foot of Mason Crosby. Focus like no other. The kick. The boot. Oh, he barely, barely slips it in. <laughs> barely. I thought he was giving me my wish, but no. The Green Bay Packers off to the playoffs as number one's seed? No, maybe two, definitely two. Two or one, depending on tonight's Yeah, because the Saints won, so I think they're screwed, but they're in good shape. They're in good shape. And the Detroit Lions have blown it again. Packers win. Go Pack Go. Burke out. But, um... Yeah, uh-huh, you know what it is I'm a cheesehead, y'all niggas cheese whiz Pittsburgh Steelers, that's nothing That Super Bowl ring, that's nothing Pull up in your town when you see me, you know everything Green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow I put it down, representing for my team I'm in green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow Money green, yellow broad This is Green Bay, bitch we go hard This a pack of country, where your green card? Terrible towels, that shit's boring We got the bar